Howdy. This is How to Japan. And tonight on this episode, we are covering boats. Yeah. What do you think about boats? I like boats. Why? Why? Because they float in the water and they're sultry. Wow. I've never heard boats described that way. Because they float all sultry-like in the water, up and down. They, They go along the waves and they just follow that wave and they go up and down, up and down, sometimes fast, sometimes slow. When was the last time you were on a boat? A long, long time ago. I believe I was on a boat maybe five years ago for some like boat tour type of thing where you... I mean, no, it was a ferry between one place and another place. Only like where? 20 minutes. Ah, it was uh, near where I live, and it was from one port to another. It was a bit, rather big ferry, actually. It takes about an hour. Mm. Yeah. And, How many? Uh, uh, it, so it's got cars yeah. on there? Yeah, yeah, you can bring cars on them. I, w- I brought my bicycle. Okay. And it cost uh, an extra 700 yen to bring my bicycle. Wow. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I did some cycling and then went back home on the boat too. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. You can do that. You can do that in Japan. I did that as well. Actually, about eight or nine years, maybe 10 years ago, I went to the uh, Japan Inland Sea and uh, there's uh, cycling you can do. But the first place that you go from Onomichi is a tiny little town. Uh, and... Um, from there, you have to take a ferry to a nearby island. And then from that ferry, you can ride all the way through all these tiny little islands to Shikoku, which is about 70 kilometers away, using all these new bridges that they've made. But before that time, it was all it was all ferries and boats to get from one island to the next. Is and that it's only right? been Yeah, Ooh. I think it's only been in the past 20 or 30 years that they've actually... That you could do complete transport, almost complete transport, going through the Tokyo Inland Sea using bridges. So uh, boats were a very important, integral part of life in those island areas. Mm. I uh, I think the last time I was on a boat, I think it was a cruise, from what I remember, oh, okay. in Tokyo Bay. I don't remember because I think it was a networking event for my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why I don't remember is because I think it was on a day off and uh, it was like during a week where I was drinking heavily and uh, I don't remember whether I got on or not, but uh, <laughs> apparently it was good from what my colleague said. Uh-huh. It was a party mm-hmm. and you can get on you can get on this uh, ride around Tokyo Bay and it's not too expensive. And there mm-hmm. is this club at the bottom of the boat that you can go down, and uh, but it was all a blur to me. So okay. I don't know if I can recommend it or not. But there, yeah, okay. definitely a cruise. So the one that I do remember though was uh, uh, an uncle had a yacht in Auckland. Uh-huh. As you know, my city, Auckland in New Zealand, it's called the City of Sails. That's right. So there are a lot of a uh, lot of yachts, a lot of boats uh, around the marinas in the city. More than 500,000 are anchored at these marinas. Goddamn. Um, I've been on this yacht, which was nice. And uh, before that was a fishing boat with my grandfather going out fishing mm-hmm. on the boat. So that was... I, I don't remember enjoying going out mm-hmm. on a boat. Okay. I don't... I mean, even fishing... Yeah, fishing for that matter wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So... But, I, but at least I don't think I've ever suffered seasickness. Have you suffered uh, from motion sickness or seasickness? Yes, I think I have. Yeah. 
Yeah. Kind of sucks. Yeah. It's not fun, but yeah, just a little bit. Maybe when I was a kid. Mm. But I, I've taken, maybe in Japan, I've taken four or five boats, mostly ferries from one place to the next. <clears throat> For example, uh, my wife and I went to Yakushima about 10 years, well, 15 years ago. Jesus Christ. Uh, from Kagoshima to Yakushima, you have to take a hydrofoil type of uh, ferry, high speed ferry. Takes about two and a half hours to get from the port to the port, from port A to port B. Right. Uh, and then we took another one in Okinawa. We went from Ishigaki Jima to Iriomote Jima. I think that that ride was about an hour. It's kind of interesting to put all your luggage on a boat to get you to another place because we're so used to either taking land transport, you know, trains or buses or by air, but not by boat. Such a singularly unique experience for most. Why are they period. dragging your luggage in the ocean, like in the water behind you? Or um, no. Why would you imagine that? I have no idea. You said it's unique, <laughs> so I was thinking. That was what I was picturing. <laughs> Does it have is your to luggage be waterproof? Tra- well, then you're. Uh, it's not. Well, then you're shit out of luck. The, the experience is unique, don't you think? I mean, most people don't take a ferry somewhere to work, right? No, you don't think it's unique at all, do you? Look at your face. <laughs> you're like, no, it's not unique. I don't care. You know, it's uh, like they, just, they have millions of people to take the luggage, train, right? Uh-huh. They have places yeah. to put your luggage. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? Wait a second. What are you talking about? I'm saying it's unique, and then you get to this point where you put luggage in the ocean, and that that's what makes it unique. And you're, dragging, no, you're dragging it behind saying, you. No, no why, why would, I don't know. Why would that make about? it unique? What am I talking about? Is It's a rare. We just said that the only time that you've taken a boat, you don't even remember, <laughs> and it was in, in Tokyo Bay one time in 20 years you've been in Japan. So, yeah, it's a unique experience in that you don't do it a lot. That's what I'm saying. Most rare. people don't do so it. So, I mean, rare. Okay, it's a rare rare occurrence to get on a boat Oh, with Jesus luggage. Christ. Are we going to parse over synonyms now? <laughs> So okay, I get it. So you're on a boat. So where where did you put your luggage? I don't know, just somewhere where it wouldn't get wet. I don't remember. That was mm. not an important point for me. Because <laughs> you're on the. Because I thought I, you were trying to make the point like of uh, where we carry our luggage and you know what? Because we're on the boat, it's unique. Yeah. So I was I was just thinking well, oh, that the you're next carrying your, the next carrying thought would have been okay. Like, okay, I think the crosshairs is this. We're, we're mixed up. The 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 aspect of carrying your luggage is not unique. The aspect of going from point A to point B on a boat is unique with your luggage in hull. So it's not that bringing your luggage on a boat, there's some unique experience where they fly, like they make your luggage parasail in the back end of the boat as you're on the boat. (laughs) That would make more sense. Yeah, parasailing, yeah. Uh, It's not that. It's the idea that you're transporting yourself... Yeah, you could do that as well. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they could do that. They'd probably put it someplace where it wouldn't get wet, you know, because yeah. there is an indoor area where you can sit and there's seats, bench seats and stuff, yeah, and vending yeah, yeah. machines and shit like that. I don't think there was on that hydrofoil. That was a pretty small boat. But, um, yeah, you, you can get those kinds of experiences that you normally don't have, you know. It's like it, it's so much easier than lugging your shit on a train because then you're always – always have to think about it but on a a big ferry or something like that they just there's one place where it goes and that's where mm. everyone's luggage goes similar Here, to yeah. like an airplane here's a question for you 
out okay, of please, every bring it mode on. of yes. transportation. I mean, we're going to be yeah. covering more modes of transportation in the future. But yeah. uh, out of what mode of transportation do you think is the safest? And which is the most dangerous? Mm, well, I do have uh, incidences of accidents for boats as part of my notes. Oh, really? Uh, okay. I got my, my notes on boats got incidents reports in there. Mm. So, uh, but I would say that the most frequent type of travel would normally be the most accident prone, but I wouldn't, I, then I have to contradict myself because I think trains are probably the safest mode of transportation That's that what most I was people thinking. experience. It, huh? Um, then I, I would say that cars present mm. the biggest threat to exactly. injury and accidents. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I think the most uh, dangerous would be cars and least dangerous, I think, would be trains. I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page. No. Although rickshaws, how many accidents do uh, people on rickshaws have to experience, I wonder? Hmm. I don't I'm, I'm not have... sure how we can find statistics on rickshaw accidents in Japan. Yeah. It would be kind of hard to find. But, uh, you know, I just got notes on boats today. So, mm. sorry, yeah, I don't have any information. Right. Sorry, getting ahead, of, getting ahead of myself here. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, getting back to uh, your luggage on the boat. Um, have, yeah. we, have we finished that, that part of your... Yeah, it wasn't a big point that I wanted to make, that oh, it was okay. luggage on the boat. Oh, are you again. sure about so that? Oh, we've already getting, spent about getting, five minutes on it. Uh, so. uh, no, because you're making a big point about it. <laughs> I was just saying that I was going from point A to point B. <laughs> we were missing each other. I'm sorry. Yeah. This happens very rarely, like, right, for us to, to miss each I other. I feel like but. it happens every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Or should I say this is a unique unique occurrence for us? Well, to, maybe it's rare. It's rare. <laughs> it's rare, right? Uh, for us to completely miss each other. But yeah. I'm glad. I'm okay. glad we got it sorted out. And we met. Okay. At least we meet at the end. We can yeah, meet each true. other. Yes. Amicably. So. Yeah, okay. How's yeah. that? All right, go on. I don't know what I want to say now. What are we, what are we talking about now? Boats. We're talking about boats. But <laughs> So I just got from point A to point B. And uh, those are my, you know, <laughs> boat experiences. But, um, hey, hey, if you want to get your own boat, you know you need a license. Did you know that? That's right. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what it takes to get this license. Is it, okay. um, is it an ordeal? Is it, is it easy? Well, well, okay. I'll tell you what. There's, uh, let's see, there's four different types of boating licenses. Wow. There's the and this is off of the Yamaha Motor Boat website. Yamaha Boat Licenses. I guess they they is issue that, licenses. Is that the same yeah. organization that ho- that hosts those uh, gambling boat gambling races? Uh, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, because they got those be. boat races, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even um, think about this when we were <laughs> talking about doing boats, but they've got boat races here where you yeah. can legally gamble on. Along yeah. with horse racing, and right. you got pachinko parlors. Yet right. casinos are illegal. Like what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> they, they'll <laughs> be understand. they'll be legal in this in the near future. They might become legal. So sorry, go, sorry. Go ahead. Get, get back to the okay, licenses. So, so there are four. Yeah, there's four different. There's types. four. Okay, class one is related to the small vessel, the twenty tons or less size ship that can go out with an with a motor. Uh, this is for sports fishing and open sea sailing. Uh, then there's the class two vessel. 
and that's in what is called the ordinary license for the sea. And that's uh, you can enjoy various play. I can enjoy various play. <laughs> yeah, they including... don't they don't bother to elaborate what play well, is. Uh, yeah, fishing and cruising. I mm. love that. Okay, and this okay. is also related to up to twenty ton ships. So you can't do sport fishing, but you can do like fishing. Um, mm. uh, then there's lake, river, and small output limited license for things like bass fishing on the lake and that's for vehicles or vessels of five tons or lower and those are up to 20 horsepower hey do you, you know you know what i looked up uh one horsepower how many people does it take to do one horsepower how many people would you have to gather that's a really good question you know what i never gave it much thought in the past but yeah. it's the equivalent to one horse right yeah so i'd imagine four four or five people it's 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you want, if you have two horsepower, you need 20 people. Wow. So imagine all those people on the front of your carriage there pulling your stuff. Uh, that'd be too but, many but hang on. But you wouldn't, yeah. even if you have 10 people for one horse, a horse can still yeah. run faster, right? Than 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unless you become Voltron or something. Unless <laughs> unless 10 magnifies the speed at which you can go. But I don't think physics works that way, does it? No, this is about power. This is more power than speed. So you and I join forces and we become like uh, bigger than we are. I don't think it works that well, way at all. What was it, that just, it just means that you and like I can actually pull more, more weight. Yeah, that's right. Of, right, but, right, right. It's okay. power. But it doesn't power. mean uh, speed, like velocity. Speed. doesn't mean speed. Okay. No, no, no. So... Uh, no, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Okay, so, great. Uh, and then, uh, and then we have the, the, the license for the small, special small vessel. That's for things like jet skis. Mm. Okay. So oh, now, fuck, I've always wanted to be on a jet ski. Well, you got to be careful, man. If you just get on a jet, so you get a friend and it's like, I want to oh, do a flip as soon as I get on. I want to flip on well, a wave. Well, you don't. Okay. Well, you can try that, but <laughs> if anybody finds out that you don't have a license. You're going to get Fuck fined. Fuck a license. To, nah, nah, yeah, I'll just, uh, nah. No, it was fine. I'll just get the right instructor. Yeah. I was like, I've got no yeah. license, but I'm going to get someone off the black market. I'm going to get someone who's uh, a disheveled, bearded old guy who's, uh, you know, he's got like fucking uh, like smoking, smoking on the beach. And he's looked like, he's looked like he's, uh, he's lived 10 lives, 10 separate lives. I'll get him to train me on my first flip. 300,000 yen. Fine. What? 300,000 yen, yen fine for being caught riding a jet right? ski without a license. Yes. Jesus. Or up to six months in prison. Oh, I get to choose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll take the six months in prison then. <laughs> you can get a lot of writing done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was around the walls <laughs> in blood. Counting the days. So that, yeah, that's, you got to be careful of that. Uh, so there, there's that sucks. yeah there's you need like uh physical requirements but hang on how are they going to catch yeah. me do they go out and like monitor like, patrol like people are like ask for your identification on like while you're on a jet ski do they just stop you randomly and say hey show me uh show me your license they never do that how do you know they never do that are you are you kidding you me? don't even go jet skiing 
No, but I can make the fr- like the observation. Like uh, it's just like pre- you like only pure, make observations uh, from things that you see. No, it's like it's a, it's a logical uh, inference from the fact that people are out jet skiing. You're not gonna stop people from fucking jet skiing and just stop them randomly. Do you know how inconsiderate that is? They they wouldn't just stop people randomly. And well, do these spot for searches for licenses? Just they can doesn't wait make for you sense. To come back. They can wait for you to come back. Would they really? They got time on their hands, man. Mm. Okay. They got time. Okay. They got time for you. All right. Hey, you know what? I mean, I don't know. You could be right. But yeah, so there are these fines that you could get. Okay, but there are physical requirements. Like you got to have good eyesight. And you also can't be colorblind. Mm. You have to distinguish different colors in the ocean and vessels because there's very distinct like buoys that are black and white and red and things like that. Mm. And they all have different meanings. Okay, okay. And also you have to have good hearing for loud voices from more than five meters away. Mm. The ability to hear whistles. Hey, 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 motherfucker, show me your license. (laughs) (laughs) You can't use the old excuse of like, oh, no, I've just got bad hearing. (laughs) I I can't hear. And the fact that you're ignoring me means that, (laughs) yeah, you you shouldn't be having that license in the first place. Get the fuck over here. (laughs) So, yeah, there's all those things. And then there's these written tests. And uh, for level one, there's 64 questions on the level one test. Level mm. two has 50. The have lakes you gone and through rivers, the list of questions? I, I do. I have some questions I'm going to ask you. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, see if you can answer them. And then there's special small vessel. The ski, ski jet one has 30 questions on it. Uh, so... I'm gonna. I'm gonna let's, let's jump to some quiz questions. Let's see if you can answer these. If I can get I a think, license. Yeah, yeah. This okay, is without so, any prior study, though. Not nothing. Yeah, but let's going see. In blind. Let's see. I'm going in colorblind. So, you're going in colorblind. You can't even see the questions. I know. Are you yeah. hearing there? <laughs> some of these answers are quite long, but let's see if we maybe we can slow slow through these. Okay. Question one is on the difference from land difference from ocean and land transportation. So which of the following statements describes the differences of water transport compared to land transport? Okay? All right. So number one, staying in the same position on the water is not as easy as on land because it is affected by wind and tides. It's mm. One. Okay, two. It's one. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> but okay, let's just go through the state. Okay, let's just all comment right, on it. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. You can comment. Please comment. Number two, since the visibility on the water is good, checking the surroundings is not as important as on land. Mm. No, I think I'll go with one. <laughs> Number three, it can set, you can k- sail at high speed anywhere if there are no other vessels around. Mm, actually, <laughs> out on the water, it makes me think, because on the road you're limited, right? Uh-huh. You're kind of limited. Of course, if you've got like a long stretch like the um, German Autobahn, it's long stretches of open road where you can speed. There is no speeding limit. So, right. whereas... If you think about it, when you got the open ocean in front of you, you could just put put you know put your fucking foot down or the throttle, put the throttle down and just speed to your heart's content like fucking Miami Vice style, just go out in the fucking water and and no one's watching. If you can't see 
around you, then. But then, but then the ori- I've already forgotten the original question. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Which of the following statements? That's why I was thinking. These sentences are so long to hear on audio <laughs> form. It's ridiculous. So which of the following statements describes the differences of water transport compared to land transport? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so three. Uh, I'm sorry. I already just answered it. So three, because I've just given examples of how it could happen on land. Which is right. whereas whereas on the on the sea it's very different. Yeah, so right. I, I'm still going to stick with one. Okay, and number four. This is, these are real test questions. This is from previous tests. Who are these morons who are fucking failing it <laughs> <at> then? <laughs> okay, number four. Gas stations are set up here and there, just like on land. Oh wow! You know what? That's a good question. I I have a cro- I have come across the occasional uh, petrol station when I was fishing with my grandfather. Uh, <laughs> I'm sticking with one. (laughs) It's good to stick with one. It's good to stick with one. Okay. All right. Now, this is on the status of accidents. But hang on. This is all based upon uh, getting a license. I still don't see the merit in getting these questions right. What does that prove? (laughs) That that, that you're literate? You're not a fucking (laughs) idiot? Your IQ is above fucking like the bare average? You're just scraping by? So you're not going to allow retards to like fucking get on a boat. Well, I, I okay. I, I'm I've chosen. Yeah, I, I see retards on bicycles in Tokyo all the time. I mean, there's like a lot of discrimination going on. I, I've I've selected questions that I felt that would be easier to answer. I'll, I'll oh, also thank you. give you. Yeah, but I I've also get I have some ants questions at the bot the end of this that show a little bit higher level of difficulty. But anyway, oh okay. Oh, thank okay. you. You're just being kind. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, so what is the percentage of pleasure boat marine accidents that occur in waters within three nautical miles from the shore, including the harbor? What's a nautical okay. mile? Okay, that's a good question, actually. So um, I actually looked that up. Let me go through my notes. I can't, I can't find it. I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. Number one. of all accidents happen within three nautical miles. Number two, about 80%. Number three, 20%. Four, 0%. I don't know what a nautical mile is, so how do I answer? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say it's, it's within, it's within six miles about. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, how many accidents occur? Uh, I would go. Well, what's with, the percentage? Percentage of uh, the percentage of accidents. Uh, what was number three again? Twenty percent. Mm, maybe twenty percent. Okay, it's actually two eighty percent. Is that right? Wow, interesting. Yeah. So I think that's kind of lines up similarly to car accidents. They say within five miles of your home, that's where most accidents occur. I with see. People. Yeah. yeah. People are paying uh, less attention. To the road. Yeah, you're getting home. Mm. Yeah, you're thinking about home. Okay, next question. Roles and responsibilities of the captain. Which of the following is not appropriate for the role or responsibility of the captain of a small vessel? Being an right, inebriated. Number... <laughs> uh, yeah, you can make your own questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying inebriation. Okay. All right, so... Number one, from the time you set sail to the time you return to the port, 
You must always keep your passengers and the ship safe. So the question is, what is unacceptable? Yeah, yeah, what's not appropriate. Not yeah. appropriate. Why would that be? Yeah. A, why would that be irresponsible? I don't understand. But well, you're supposed to choose which of the following. So you're saying that that one. That one's a okay correct answer, that. isn't it? <laughs> That's a correct answer. Okay, number two. You must act with awareness as I'm the sorry, chief that, executive. That, so that's false. I'm sorry. That one is false. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because what what's unbecoming of a captain? So you yeah. want that for a captain or of a of a right. vessel? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next one. You must act with awareness as the chief executive officer of the ship. Must act with awareness. Yeah. As chief executive, executive officer. officer, a CEO. <laughs> I don't think they use that terminology out there, do they? Uh, on the water. A CEO is like a business person. Is this like a trick question? Where no, they try no, to, it's not a trick uh, question. Oh, okay. They're not trying to like, uh, trip you up on, uh, <laughs> on like, like a fucking these technical details. Okay, so uh, number three. Pre-launch ex- inspection. Pre-launch inspection of the engine must be carried out by a qualified mechanic. Mm, okay. And number four, if more than one qualified person on is on board, it is necessary to decide who is the captain before departure. This is to d- determine whether you are fit to be a captain. Yes. So I thought the first sounded perfectly reasonable, logical. Mm-hmm. Second one, can you repeat the second one again? You must act with awareness as the chief executive officer. Yeah, of the that sounds fishy as a chief executive <laughs> officer. Are you going to be like doing deals out there and like having a boardroom meeting on the, in the middle of the Pacific? What was number three? Okay. Pre-launch inspection of the engine Pre-launch? must be carried. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bef- I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it all sounds reasonable. Wouldn't you want to do like checks of the engine before you mm. leave? I don't know. They all sound reasonable mm. to me as a captain. Oh, you mean like okay. choosing before you get like the, the last one was choosing a captain out of equally yeah. qualified people. Yeah. So you choose before you get on the boat. Right. Who can captain the ship. Right. Hmm. I think that maybe sounds a little bit dodgy. Okay. I don't know. What's the so answer? Go- okay. It's three. So uh, I guess... What what it should be done is the captain should be inspecting the engine. Is that right? Oh. Yeah. It doesn't give a, a reason. It just says <laughs> So I can't learn from this. <laughs> <laughs> I always love quizzes question. where I can't learn a fucking damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the question that you had before. I find it was actually in the quiz. Oh yeah. I didn't re- I didn't remember. This is navigation on the coast. How many meters are two nautical miles? Okay, choose from the following. Okay. Number one, 1,820 meters. Number two, 2,000 meters. Number three, 3,218 meters. Number four, 3,704 meters. I think it's either three or four because they're so close. So I'm going to go with three. It's four. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. So that's uh. Yeah. But anyway, that's something you could learn from. <laughs> Thanks. The previous one. Yeah. <laughs> the previous two nautical one was two hard. nautical miles equals three thousand. Did you say six hundred something? Yeah. Uh, three thousand seven hundred four meters. Three thousand seven hundred four meters. Okay. Yeah. 
So they couldn't okay. just use fucking the same meters on land. They got to they got to create their own <laughs> shit. But maybe it makes sense. I wonder why. Is it because mm-hmm. that we've oh, maybe it's just the shifting tide water? I don't know. I wonder why. Why there's a difference there? Do you know why? I have no idea. I I didn't I didn't check that far. Mm. But it's an interesting interesting dynamic there. Why they I mean, it's not that. as maybe bad as the America's not being on the metric system. It's not yeah, that yeah. bad, but still, no. I just wondered why they don't use normal, like the metric system. Why it has to be the, its own thing? Must yeah. be. It must be a yeah, a good reason for it. Well, we'll we'll look into it. Mm. That'll be a good one. And put on the blog. Talk about. Yep. Okay, so the next one. This is the last one. That's kind of like the ones that aren't so difficult, I guess you could say. So maneuvering in stormy weather. So which of the following is not suitable for preparing for stormy I weather? Just, I was just thinking of uh, George Clooney in that movie <laughs> you know, when he's out of the boat. <laughs> well, it's George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. They're out of the fishing yeah. boat. They're like, oh, we've got to make yeah. this big catch. And they go out and then everybody <laughs> yeah. tells them, no, it's dangerous. Don't do it. They're like, no, we've got a good catch coming. And they go out and they all die. Sorry, spoiler <laughs> alert for that fucking movie with George Clooney on the fishing boat. It's a perfect storm. <laughs> a perfect storm. I'm sorry for spoiling it for anyone who loves uh, movies based on real life events and uh, George Clooney and fishing. Yes. Sorry, go ahead. Go with your question. Sorry. Okay, repeat, okay, so, repeat your question. Sorry. Okay. So which of the following is not suitable for preparing for stormy weather on a small vessel while sailing? Okay. Preparing okay, one. for it. Okay. Go on. Uh, so... Confirm the status of life jackets for everyone. Okay, so this is in order to prepare for stormy waters. Yeah. I think so you would want to prepare um, yeah. Yeah, life, life jackets. jackets. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay, number two. Fix heavy objects that are easy to move in a high place. Fix heavy objects that are easy to easy move. To Easy to move. In a high place. In a high so place. So put them in a high place. Okay. Why would you put them in a high place when you know that there's a maybe a storm brewing? Wouldn't the boat be moving around and and heavy heavy stuff would fall on your fucking head? Yeah, I think it's number two. Okay, you're going to stick with number two? Yeah. Well, but read three and four. Okay. So close openings such as hatches and windows. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And number four, check the operating status of the bilge pump. I don't know what that is. Of the pump, the bilge pump. pump. I guess the mm. pump that pumps out water. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I'm going with number two. So you're going? All right, the answer is two. Yeah, makes sense. There you go. All right, now here I'm going to do two questions to, to give you an idea of the level of difficulty for the level one questions to get your uh, your license here. Question mm. number, this this one's, me- this is about measurement of ship position mm. using nautical charts. Okay. Okay. So this is going to read like a math problem. Mm. Okay, so vessel vessel G, which is sailing in the Western Sea area of Majima with a constant course, measured the West Lighthouse f- at f- four seconds of Majima at a compass direction of 83 degrees and the summit of Higashiyama to the northeast of Akimachi at a compass direction of 350 degrees. Mm. Which of the following is the position, latitude, and longitude of vessel G? No fucking idea. <laughs> it's, Im- 
it's like that's like what like if i started off with that kind of question i mean it would just be like yeah it would have been demoralizing <laughs> like i've got, I got more questions for you okay so don't don't lose heart yet don't be disheartened i've got another one another couple of questions i'm glad you started off as you did because now um, okay yeah, got no chance so here's another one basics of diesel and gasoline engines how many liters of fuel is consumed when sailing at port b which is 24 nautical miles away from port a at 12 knots on the way and 16 knots on the way back mm. so However, the fuel consumption when sailing at 12 knots is 10 liters per hour, and the fuel consumption when sailing at 16 knots is 22 liters per hour. Yeah. So this seems like a little bit easier, but still like you really kind of have to think like, wait, so what? Well, actually, you know, I think if we were studying for this kind of test, mm -hmm. I think we could get the arithmetic, the math physics we can get it all down pretty quickly i think when you understand okay. the formula i watched have you ever seen master and commander with russell crowe no i haven't watched it's that. fucking the most brilliant movie on naval warfare it's amazing it's an amazing movie watching that movie uh, gave me an appreciation for people uh, of that era out in fighting these battles and how everybody has a role and even back then, they had a sense of time and place, and they had, you know, circ using circumnavigation and being able to use just simple concepts in order to travel by sea. Even Polynesians back in fucking, I don't know how many, how long ago, but Polynesians have been using the stars to get by and just using very, um, using the stars to travel. And a lot of this, I think any one of us can study pretty mm -hmm. pretty quickly if we were so inclined so these questions right. even though they sound it sounds like a foreign language to me i'm sure if i understood the the basic concepts formulas i could study it and i could pass this fucking test to be able to get on a boat and then drive drunk drunk and and hit another boat <laughs> yeah there's all there's all actually um all kinds of questions about how when you're facing when two boats face each other uh, which one turns right and which one turns left and stuff like that. Oh, right. Because so. you've got no signals. There are no yeah. indicators, right? Right. And there's all kinds of things like the color, like I was mentioning before, like the color of buoys have meanings. Like you go around the buoy. If you're coming out from the ocean and the colors and the buoy's a certain color, you go around the north side or the south side of it yeah. and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of things you have to be familiar with um, if you're coming going in and out. Um, so those are the, I mean, there's a, there's a whole, like I said before, like the, the top level question is like 60 questions Right. But for a jet ski, a jet ski, uh, license, there is the smallest amount of questions and, uh, how many questions is it? Uh, 30 questions. Mm. So, um, and you, for all these te written tests, you have to get 65% or higher. 65% or higher. Okay. Yeah. Depends. So imagine if you if you perfected the latter questions regarding maths and uh, using these formulas, but then you mm -hmm. failed the first question you asked me. Mm -hmm. What what kind of uh, sailor would you be then? You you would just be an illiterate sailor, wouldn't you? <laughs> I guess so. Like, what if you didn't really understand all these things? But like as you said, you could navigate by the stars. 
or as in Palau, I read this article a long time ago in Palau, they, they, they could not navigate via the, the, the shape of waves. Mm. They could actually, they can actually see like, Oh, this shape means that I'm at a certain mm. point. Yeah. So if you, you, you don't know what, it, nautical miles are or degrees north degrees north south but you you have a innate sense because you've been on the ocean for so long but um you can't pass the test right but there are uh these schools just like driving schools yeah and they'll they'll put you through uh different um experience like on training like actually riding boats and stuff like that so mm, you mm. you get 12 hours in the general department. I guess, I don't know what that means. Just like general information. And then 12 hours in what they call the advanced department. Um, I doesn't really go into detail. But then there's four hours of practical training. So then that's um, that means each day you spend one hour on the water mm. navigating a ship. Mm. Um, so I think it's easy to get a false sense of comfort because it's not like fucking learning to fly a plane. Right. Or a helicopter. Because you're out, you've got like all this water and you don't see many other boats. And you just got to, d- depending on whether you need, um, if you're on a yacht, which is a whole different set of skills. Right. But I think just on a boat where you've got a motor, a motor powered boat, you're like, what the yeah. fuck? You just use a throttle like a car, except you're on the ocean. Mm-hmm. So I don't see what the big barrier to entry is, except for mm-hmm. learning the. Uh, different colored buoys and know when when to turn left or right or to give the mm-hmm. the other boat coming towards you, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to signal to them which way. Well, I think one the, the the biggest barrier might be the price of boats. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. of these boats, like the bigger ones, uh, they're like the cost of houses, basically. Right. right. It, well, you can so live on expensive. a boat. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, they're talking about like the two nautical miles thing. Like with a jet ski, I was looking at something called Jet Ski Magazine. Uh, <laughs> you love your magazines. You're already <laughs> subscribed to airplanes and buses. So now you've added uh, jet skis to your list of subscriptions. It must be costing you a fortune. <laughs> but these are all online. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay, so good. Sorry, good. Think. All right. Yeah. So it, they're talking about incidences that happen with jet skis. Um, you know, jet skis are only allowed to go as far as two nautical miles from the shore. But um, in, in Fukuoka, there was two men, one in their 20s and one in their 30s. And this points to the idea that you were talking about earlier. It's like, how are they going to find everybody who's doing things wrong <laughs> on the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> like, so this is one incident that happened in 2016 that they mentioned. Yeah, the only and one they could find. Yeah. <laughs> and it's men in their 20s and a man in their 30s were under suspicion of violating this rule off the coast of Fukuoka, according to prefectural police. Uh, there, according, uh, according to stats, there are 185,020 holders of special small ship licenses as of 2018, and that's an increase of 30% from 2014. In 2019, there were 34 accidents, two being fatal, and others were related to collisions with other ships, capsizing, and something they call distress. <laughs> doesn't mm. not quite sure but judging they say judging two nautical miles is very difficult so oftentimes you can feel closer than you really are and actually fines for surpassing this distance is 
500,000 yen and up to one year in prison. Mm. But again, to your point, are they going to catch you? <laughs> Probably not. Even, even, even in that case, they're under suspicion. Uh, yeah, under suspicion. <laughs> like, <laughs> they haven't even been convicted. The... <laughs> Those sneaky little rascals. <laughs> we'll get you next time. <laughs> if it weren't for the distance from me and if you. It so. If it wasn't for being out in the open water. <laughs> we'd catch you if you were driving a car, you little cunt. <laughs> uh, oh, but let me tell you, there are boats that don't require a license. Oh, like what? There are these boats that um, they have an outboard motor of two horsepower or less which we discussed earlier, that would be the equivalent of 20 people. And um, they would be, uh, they would be like swimming in front of yeah, you. Swimming. Like, like pulling, <laughs> pulling you along. <laughs> and uh, it says here that actually it's converted, this two horsepower is converted to watts. So oh, wow. two horsepower is 1.47 watts. Mm. Um, so, instead of, can, so instead of going anywhere, can I charge my iPhone? <laughs> You just turn on the motor. Is there a USB port on this motor? <laughs> I want to get some work done. I want to, I want to get my MacBook here. I want, to, I want to do some work. So it says that the, the boat can be no more than three meters long and um, have th- this thing. And you can, you I, I looked on one website called neonetmarine.com and they sell these boats for around 300,000 yen. Hmm. Uh, you can get the three meter rubber boat with one seat oh, to rubber. carry battery. Yeah, hmm. yeah. A repair kit, an outboard motor, and wheels for transport, along with an air pump. Wow. Most people's one month salary for a little rubber boat that won't get you. <laughs> 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 Basically, you can swim faster. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is. The thing is, you know, maybe uh-huh. you you've struggled time and time again. And you just can't pa- you just can't get a license. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your last resort. You've just yeah. got to put up the money and get your little rubber boat, and <laughs> you should be happy with that. Yeah, that's true. There's plenty of lakes. I mean, you can you can go. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If you really <laughs> want, you don't. But I think you still need a license to operate a boat on the yeah, lake. You, though, you do. Right? You do proper boat. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah, if you have a big boat, you need to have that license on the rivers too. You know. Um, and, and so they're like Tawadako and Ogawarako up in, uh, Tohoku. You can do, uh, sailing up there on those, on those lakes. And, um, there's a, a you know, 10 or 15 other lakes that you can put a boat mm. on. Uh, I went to Motosu Lake up near the Fuji Lake region, uh, last month. And actually they banned motor, outboard motor, uh, boats. Why? Why did you go up there? The, uh, to go camping. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So you can camp um, right there on the lake. Yeah, on the edge of the it was lake. Really nice. Well, I didn't. I wasn't able to uh, get right on the edge, but I was, you know, within a hundred meters or so. Oh wow! Yeah, it was pretty nice. But they they uh, they banned outboard motors to clean up the lake quality of the water. Right. You know. Yeah. So and that would help uh, with noise every, pollution too. Yeah, exactly. But you got a lot of windsurfers stand-up paddle boarders and i don't think you need a license for to to stand on a board and with mm. a paddle but it would be kind of funny if you did <laughs> how many hours of practical application do you need before you can go on this quiet lake 
Uh, so there, there, that's that's a that's some stuff. Yeah, you, you want to hear about accidents? Yes. Okay. Um, so oh, let's see here. I'll go. I'll go to the website. The Ministry of uh, Industry, uh, Infrastructure, Land and Transportation. They have a list of things that happened. Uh, twenty twenty. There were nine hundred fifty total uh, accidents involving various vessels on water in Japan. Doesn't the uh-huh. cruise liner, the princess, whatever the fuck it's called, uh, doesn't that count? Because uh-huh. that would have been so. the biggest disaster, wouldn't it? Right. Because of right. people getting off and just infecting the whole country with COVID. <laughs> So I guess, yeah, that's the biggest uh, one, but it doesn't, they don't break it down along infections here on this, uh, on this, on this chart. Oh, they okay. Have, um, so they don't care yeah. about all the deaths that resulted from this one uh, cruise liner. Okay. Well, they don't know how to really categorize <laughs> that in normal data. Well, listen, you got to get fucking some statisticians on fucking board to yeah. come up with like proper ways of proper uh, calculating this, design, uh, putting it into terms that we can understand. But yeah, go back to yeah. these uh, boating accidents. Uh, there's a, a variety of different uh, causes of the marine accidents, not one of them being... Um, Infection. Uh, so uh, we have collisions. So apparently there were they, 58... I guess they failed their uh, test. Or, or maybe they got yeah, everything yeah. else right in the test except for how to signal to other boats. <laughs> yeah, yeah they are just like, screw you guys. Or maybe they got all uh, you know high and mighty and were just like, I don't even need to look at the ocean. I just close my eyes and yeah. drive around. So as of 2021 and 2021... Uh, as of May 31st, 2021, there have been 58 collisions on the open seas. Um, there have been 42 uh, accidents related to facility damage. Uh, there have been... Oh, no, wait. That's 42 fatalities. Jesus. Uh, yeah. over, over, the, over the course of how long? Uh, from January 1st to May 31st. Fuck, that's a lot, isn't it? Well, it says fatality and injury. I mean, they don't break what, it. You can't <laughs> include an injury and a fucking fatality. You dumb fucks. So who died from COVID? Just... Oh, no, you got infected and some people have died. But we're just going to group them all <laughs> together, okay? Because it's a pain in the ass to separate the people who've died from COVID uh, along with the ones who are infected. I just don't have the time for that shit. <laughs> There are actually, surprisingly, there's 26 capsizes, capsizing. Oh, wow. Oh, are those the rubber boats where you don't need a license? (laughs) 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 Uh, And uh, let's see, fires. There were seven fires so far. Fires Um, on the boat. That's got to be disastrous. And 56 groundings. What does that mean? I think that means where it hits ground beneath it, it's floating. Isn't that what you want? <laughs> you want to get onto ground. <laughs> but wait, the sh- the water's so shallow that the boat gets stuck. Ah, oh. it can't move it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but at least you're yeah, on yeah. land. Yeah, right? that's true. But you could be way far off, away from the port. Well, so I'm sure stuck. that most people can swim because they're on a boat. So just get off the <laughs> well, fucking boat. Well, if they're boat. flight attendants from Scandinavia, then they can f- swim at least 200 meters. So 200 meters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that, that's a that's a callback to our airplane episode. If you haven't listened to our airplane episode, we highly recommend it. Go airplanes. Uh, so uh, in 2020, there were 950 total accidents 
there were 40 involved passenger ships. Is that right? And I think the highest amount came from fishing vessels, 274. Mm. Did you did you uh, look at who, uh, how it compares internationally? No, I that didn't. That would have been I interesting. Really Maybe you can put it on yeah. the blog. Uh, I'd like to see the comparisons okay. for that, about uh, how okay. Japan compares to other seafarers uh, around mm-hmm. the world. See who okay. the least competent sailors are uh, <laughs> by country. Uh, what ranking system is online? The blog will turn into a, a boat tracker site. A boat tracker Just be like, well, we, yeah. we, found our, we found our actual niche. Yeah. <laughs> tracking <laughs> boat accidents. We just create our own website. Like, like, yeah, talking to all these different fucking... YouTube videos. Like, <laughs> these different week, ports around the world. Capsules. How many accidents have you gone through? Okay, yeah, what's going on the list? There's an Excel document. So that those are some of the... Uh, some stats on... Uh, Boat accidents in Japan. Uh, now you you do have some information. You got some information that uh, speaking of accidents. Well, I wouldn't classify it really as a as an accident. accident? I, I would I would call no. it I would I would call it like a deliberate instigation by the North Korean government to use boats uh-huh. to capture citizens uh, in Niigata, yeah. people who were captured against their will for going out swimming, skinny dipping. I think it was a term. I, I don't remember how they got caught but they must they were out swimming and uh they were captured by north korean people mm-hmm. and held against the will for decades do you remember that yeah i mean I'm, i've heard stories from from time to time about it but it seems like you have more details not really <laughs> okay. just I just heard about it, and I just remember seeing uh, people who were sent back to Japan. There was a guy named Jenkins, an American guy. Yeah, yeah, I remember and, him. And yeah. uh, a Japanese woman as well, and and I think a couple of others, one one or two others. But uh, mm-hmm. it was interesting because I saw Jenkins talk, and he retained his ability to speak English, and he just seemed, right. compared to the others, he wasn't as dead behind the eyes as the others. Well, right. What did you think? Yeah, he seemed kind of a kind of like a a bumbling old guy. Yeah, I mean, he didn't seem as traumatized as the others. Yeah, the others looked like their whole souls had been extracted from them. Right, but with in his case, yeah. I think he was just a glorified English teacher to to Kim Jong. Uh, was it Un or yeah. Il at the time? I mean, the the, Il, the, the prior guy, yeah. the guy was in charge yeah. before the fat one. Now, uh, or they were both fat, but the fat yeah before the fatter one. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it because when I heard the mm. story, I'm like, I asked them, say, hey, hey, run that by me again. What mm-hmm. happened to them? Oh, they're out, you know, Niigata, Niigata. They, you know, they were just out swimming and then they got caught. It's like, what? How? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and also, what happened to the patrol? We got no coast yeah. guards. <laughs> yeah, they got so of clients, close, you know, <laughs> they got so close to like, you know, landmass, and you know, they just got just took people. Just took people yeah. from the, this country. Jesus. And also, yeah. um, I was thinking of, um, uh, you know, I played touch rugby and I got one guy mm-hmm. on the team who just left the team. He's leaving Tokyo. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was in the Coast Guards. So it made me think of him. And I asked him a few questions um, about his job. And he said it's boring as fuck. He fucking hates uh-huh. his job. Uh, and I said, why? I said, surely, you know, you took this job because you're interested in being out in the water. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I took it for that reason. But also I wanted to see some action. And he says he mm-hmm. barely sees anything, like no skirmishes. Mm-hmm. Or uh, He said he really wants to get into a skirmish with either China or North Korea or 
Um, Maybe a ski boat. A ski, <laughs> a rubber boat. <laughs> hey, or you. Where's your license? Oh, no, forget about it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you are 2.1 nautical miles away off the shore. I think that's enough incentive not to go more than two nautical miles off the shore once you hear this story. When you get caught by North Koreans. Yeah, that's probably the reason why they have it in place. You'd be, you'd be easy prey if you're on your little rubber boat. <laughs> Just puncture your boat. Wait for you to like uh, when you're struggling, when you're drowning, yeah. and then they'll yeah. just pick you up. They're like, "Oh, you need some help? Yeah, here you go. <laughs> yeah, here you uh, go. And now you're coming with us. See so our dear, dear our... leader <laughs> teach us some fucking Japanese. Yeah, man. Jesus, that's some crazy ass shit, man. Have you heard of uh, the Peace Boat? Yeah, I have. It's a Japanese-based international NGO. Uh, one of my um, Old friends, uh, I haven't seen her, uh, but I saw her several years ago. We used to drink a lot together, and uh, she joined this peace boat and went uh-huh. around on these different activities, spreading peace, I guess. It just seemed like a ridiculous idea <laughs> when she told me about it. I'm like, you're doing what now? She's like, oh, no, I'm on this boat, and I get to go around the world, and you know, I'm teaching English on the boat, and I'm meeting people around these worlds, war-torn countries. I'm like, fucking count me out. Good luck with that. She uh, she came back once, and I talked to her about her experiences, and she said, uh, yeah, she loved it. But it wasn't what she okay. uh, had in mind. But, I mean, there are certain uh, things that happen on this. You know what? I don't want to say anything further uh, okay. about it because okay. I don't want to make any incriminating um, statements because could uh, open us to uh, us up to a lawsuit. So you wouldn't want that, okay. but just say uh, she had no, some no, negative no. experiences on the boat. How about just put it that, that way? Mm. Uh, so I it can neither confirm that, nor deny uh, that some okay. things happened on this peace boat. Uh, it kind of re- always, whenever I hear peace boat, it always reminds me of Cat Stevens' peace train. Mm. <laughs> <song>. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's a Cat Stevens song. Peace boat or whatever the hell. <laughs> That's not a good rendition of Cat Stevens whatsoever. <laughs> Peace boats, but, but the only reason I brought it up is because if you really love boats, you like if you're yeah. if you're coming to Japan and you want to get on a boat, yeah. then yeah. Uh, this they, I think they do offer a lot of different um, ways of getting on this boat as a volunteer or intern or even they even accept English teachers. Right. So just forget what I said about what this other woman said about her experiences. Just make sure that you're not a woman. How about that? If you're a man, okay. yeah, you'd love it. Hey, it's like. It's like the jet program on the ocean. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are getting hammered every night. The peace boat's going to change the world. Like, how, how do you do that? I made a peace accord. Because it does seem like, a, like it's, got, it, it's, got this right, it's got the priorities in order, you know? Right. I mean, they, they just want to go out and spread goodwill around the world. What's mm-hmm. wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with Through that. Through advocacy, cooperative projects educational programs sustainable tourism shit like that so if you come to japan and you want to you want to leave japan on a on a big cruise then yeah this is a good option for you and get paid paid to be on a boat yeah life doesn't get better for some people for that what what's that you know know. (laughs) life doesn't get better for some people if they want to ride a boat you know and then they get some money for it well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that people are different, aren't they? So whatever, yeah, whatever floats your boat. Floats your boat. 
uh, on that uh, on that note uh, I think we've covered boats I don't think I have anything else yeah. to say about boats do you have anything okay. else you'd like to add about boats I've got other information on the history of boats in Japan but I don't want to talk about it I think people, I mean, you could put on the blog people, yeah. if, if people are fascinated by boats then I think the blog yeah. is a good place to go because yeah. um, to be honest I'm not particularly interested in boats never have been like I said at the start of the episode I was hoping that my co-host would somehow invigorate me to the possibilities mm-hmm. out in the open water uh, in the open water but I still feel completely disengaged by the whole endeavor uh, but you love boats right I don't know if I love boats I mean it took me a while <laughs> to think of stuff to talk about I mean we, we decided to talk about boats so I, I was like what am I gonna talk about like even yesterday the only reason I had these quiz questions because last night I said to my wife I was like tomorrow we're going to talk about boats and then i and then i was like you need a license for a boat right and she's like yeah i had a friend who got a license for a boat we went out on the ocean and it was kind of scary because she didn't know what she was doing and uh so then i was like i'm going to research about licenses wow so that's i was just researching about uh yeah a little bit of peace boat and then uh, north koreans are going uh taking japanese citizens and then writing about my experiences, which lasted about mm. a paragraph. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we covered it. So, um, yeah. yeah, please check our blog, everyone, for additional info, notes. Feel free to leave us any comments if you if you love boats. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for listening. Okay? Thank you very much. Until next time.